Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have with me Reverend James Randolph from Midland, Michigan. We're going to get into the Word of God today. And one of the scriptures that keeps going off my spirit, I'm not going to read it because God keeps prompting me here, is Matthew 10, 32. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, this is Jesus talking, him will I also confess before my Father who is in heaven. And the Amplified Classic says, Therefore, everyone who acknowledges me before men and confesses me out of a state of oneness with me. Mm. Pause. That's not just a one-time, hey, I, I confess Jesus before men. No, this is a state of oneness. This is a constant process. I will also acknowledge him before my Father who is in heaven and confess that I am abiding in him. So, well, Reverend James, with that start off, I'm just going to kick it over to you to, to get things going. Amen. I appreciate you. I just want to say I thank God for you. I perceive that a lot of good things are going to come of some of what we're doing right now and uh, that God's going to continue to use us. You know, in our fellowship time and, and obviously just reminiscing over life and ministry and what God is doing, my wife and I always pray this. We always, we always pray a prayer, uh, thank you, Lord, for what you've done what you're doing and what you're about to do Amen. because we know that today is the day of the lord today yep. this is the day the lord has made yep. and let us rejoice and be glad in it well we find in reality that in you got to live in the carnality you got to live in a we live in this world but we're not of this world and in working out the dynamics of that is not always easy working out a marriage a lot of people say oh, our marriage is this and it's a bliss but ours isn't you know, we almost killed each other. I traveled with Dr. Barkley for 18 years. So I was never home. And my wife was home by herself, maintenance, doing all the maintenance and doing, you know, trying to figure out things and raising children all by herself. And, you know, I was like kind of flippantly like, who do you think you are? You should just have meals on the table when I get home. I'm the Lord of this house, you know, bless God. Well, that didn't work out very good. But, you know, and we were literally, it took a great man of God and a woman of God that, that came into our lives that really save our marriage. Just to be real with you, we, we were in, you know, I was a prideful, arrogant sap. And imagine that, in ministry, traveling with a prophet and having real issues. And, but I was ready to leave this woman. I, I tell you, I was so fed up and she was fed up and we were done. We never used the D word, never. We don't, we don't speak about divorce, but, but yet we were done. And I literally uh, had, she was leaving and with, with a ministry trip with some youth or young adults and some women. I had I'd literally planned on packing everything up and moving. I was out of here. And she had this inclination, I know by the Holy Spirit, and she called me and then she boogied back. And that was a start of, we need to fix some things. Well, this couple, it was a conference and this couple was staying with us, great man and woman of God, Jim and Sheree Hall. And they shared some things with us because we asked them to. We're in trouble. We need help. Mm -hmm. And we humbled ourselves. You know, they, they said, listen, if you're real, we'll sit down with you and talk to you. And they did. They lit us up. They, they ripped us to pieces. They said, we listen to you. We stay with you. And we, this is, these are the things that we heard you say out of your own mouth. And, and they tore her up. They tore me up. She tore me up. He tore me up. <laughs> we were tore down. And uh, then they built us up. And they told us, you got to do it God's way. And so we started building. And it hasn't been easy? No. That was years and years ago. 26 years later, though, we can, we can still stand and say that we're madly in love. We stay with each other because we are madly in love with each other. And we disagree most of the time. We're like oil and water. But we fight life through. 
and we make it happen. And some of the principles that we stand on, not 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 some, all of the principles that we stand on are godly principles. Amen. We stand upon the Word of God individually and then together. And we don't let our our children divide us. We don't. We're not divided. We we stay together and we conquer. We conquer as one. Amen. And we're tithers. My my life, my track record of raising my daughter from the dead, my the testimony that we have there is we're tithers and we tithe. And we do it together. I'm the head of the home. It's my responsibility to take care of things, not just my wife's. And to do the dishes and to vacuum. And to me, uh, excuse the crude terminology, but that's that's foreplay for for um, intimacy with my wife. And, you know, when you could break out the vacuum, she's like, whoa, he's kind of sexy, you know? And, it, and I can do it with Carhartts on or muddy boots or what. She don't care. But I'm um, doing the dishes, taking out the trash, you know? Mowing the lawn, taking taking the children away when when uh, so she can have time with her friends and and uh, you know, but when it comes to the the holy things, tithing that's my responsibility, making sure our tithe and, and I really want to be blessed so I sow into offerings come above on. and beyond so that I can have that come into my children's life and my children's children's life and people around me I want blessed I want the blessings. Uh, overflowing uh, to the point where everybody around me is experiencing some form of... I want people to say when they get around me that, man, every time I get around James and Dawn, I get blessed. Well, I learned that in this walk with God, it's not always easy. It's not always fun. God rebukes you. God uh, says things straight to you. And when you grow up in the things of God and you realize these things, and you were sharing them scriptures, so I want to I want to share in John chapter 15. I learned these things as a baby Christian. I am the true vine, and my father is the husband. Every branch in me that bears fruit, or bears not fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it. And that it may bring forth more fruit. I want to bear fruit. I want to be a fruit-bearing tree, because that's what Christians are supposed to be. I want my children one day to be able to say, Man, I finally seen patience in my dad. You know, I, I, I want him. I don't want to be like the tree that Jesus went to and he lifted up. There was a tree that looked like it should be bearing fruit, and he lifted up the leaves in their life, in, in the, the life of that tree, and there was no fruit bearing. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to have the form of godliness, but denying the power. And you read on down through, and if we abide in Him, abiding means you dwell in the presence of God. You don't it's not a microwave mentality thing. You don't you don't hocus pocus and shake the word over something and expect it to work. This is a lifelong deal. You walk with God every single day. You work out your own salvation. That's what I tell my children. I don't call my children kids. I try not to. Kids, what are kids? When you say kid, you say you think of a goat. That's what a kid is. And what does a goat do? It bucks, it kicks, it rebels, it tears up stuff, it chews up stuff. And if you confess it over your children, that's what you're going to have. So uh, it's, it's been a difficulty, but I try to say my children. And they're shot out of my quiver to be a blessing. They're in my house to be a blessing. And I got to live this. And we got to, I teach them, you got to abide in the Word of God. You got to abide in the things of God. And in so doing, in the Word of God, like uh, like Proverbs chapter three, if if you meditate day and night, then you shall have good success. Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes that takes those who don't understand tithing. 
They need to get the tithing scriptures out. You know, get get the scriptures out of Malachi chapter three, and then go. They got to have New Testament, so go over to Hebrews chapter seven, yeah. and they need to understand the correlation and the impl- implication of how, as an individual, personally, we have these tithers' rights invoked into our life, living them, saturated in them, that we're doing them, and feel the power of God's presence, so that that it's real, not only to your wife and your children, but it's real to those around you. Then when tragedy comes, you can stand up the word of God, the rights are real, and you have no problem of heralding them out of your mouth. And they, they, they come to life. You speak life, and everything that you speak life to comes to life. And it again, it's not it's not always that easy. It's a it's a battle every single day. And we wake up and we're warriors for Christ. Mm-hmm. And we do this with the mindset that I'm gonna meditate day and night. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have good success because I make a choice and I purpose every single day to walk with him and to have his word alive in me. I'm a vessel that I prepared today to be used by God in Jesus' name. Amen. So Father, we just thank you and praise you as we close out this segment, this time together. Uh, I thank you that every person that is hearing the Word of God or hearing this podcast, may lives be changed. If we can help you in any shape, way, or form, Lord, I pray that they would give their heart, you could use us to speak to them, that they would give their heart to you. They would surrender to you today. And if they need help doing that, they can call me at the World Headquarters here at Mark Barkley Ministries at 989-832-7547, extension 8030. And I would be willing to help them uh, walk this walk out, to pray this prayer, to give their life to God, and to help them to get on the road of having a relationship with Jesus for him being the Lord of their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, James, something went off my spirit as you were talking, and I've talked about it on my podcast before. I just feel Holy Spirit wants me to say it again. You got to get into a local church. I've got friends, you're not in there, and you got to say no to rebellion and you got to get plugged into a church and i've told many people i'm not recruiting you for my church i'm recruiting you for the kingdom amen and let god show you where he wants you to be but uh, you know you're not only missing out on the blessing in your life but you're missing out on being a blessing to other people when you're not in your local church i just want to encourage you to just get plugged in to a local church we love you all please feel free to contact us at 812-449-8147 Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.